Welcome to the Dirty Water Podcast. Today is November 2nd, 2021. This is Season 2, Episode 14. This is Billy. Uh, Today's going to be a little different than what you guys are used to. We are not in the bar recording like we normally do. Uh, Matt's a little sick and Chris is busy with work stuff. And frankly, I'm moving apartments this week, so all of us have major excuses. So it's just going to be me. It's going to be a quick one this week, but we're going to cover the same stuff that we normally do in terms of sports and picks. Um, So that being said, let's get started with a recap here. Last week was... A fine week for me. I was five and three, uh, two and one in college football, three and two in NFL picks. Uh, but Matt and Chris did not have the best time. Uh, Matt was a really tough one for seven, and Chris was five for nine. Um, in defense of Chris, I actually think that he he always takes those FCS uh, three pointer less underdogs. Um, road underdogs and I think he sprinkled in some FCS stuff that he didn't have ready by by the podcast time last week so he has some uh had sprinkled some winners in there he told me he was even on the the college money line picks was a little under on NFL there um so about even for Chris uh Schmidt had a tough week I was five and three um Let's get into first. Let's go to let's go to baseball. So the World Series is not over yet. We have a game six tonight. Uh, likely you are listening to this after the game has started or after the game has already happened because I'm not recording this until six twenty p.m. on Tuesday. So game's going to start in less than an hour and a half or about an hour and a half. Um, Braves Astros, as you know, the Braves are one one game away from taking it all. It's 3-2 right now. On the mound tonight for the Braves is Max Freed, and for the Astros, it's Luis Garcia. On the odds here, the Braves are plus 120 underdogs tonight. The Astros are minus 122. So let me, that's the scene. Over-unders, 8.5 tonight. Before I get into our picks, let me rewind and let you know what we were looking at last week when we talked about it. Before the series started, um, myself and Chris were on the Astros to win it. Matt was on the Braves to win it. Uh, We were minus 147 for the Astros to win it. Braves were plus 125. Um, We also talked about series end. So Matt picked it to end in six. So he would nail his bets if he gets Braves in six. So if Braves Braves win tonight, Schmidto called the number of games and the winner. So huge money there. Um, Chris said it was going to end in four or five, so that was wrong, but he picked the Astros. We obviously still have a chance here. Um, my pick was Astros in seven, which still has a chance as well. So really, Schmidt and I both have a chance to win it. Um, also threw in some MVP candidates in Bregman and Altuve. Um, so let's get to tonight's game. It's, it's Freed versus Garcia pitching battle. Um, Matt and Chris sent me all their picks. We've got everything for you here. Uh, Matt likes the Braves. Uh, says pitching matchup it favors the Braves tonight. I tend to agree. Um, he likes them at plus one twenty to win this game, and obviously his his picks from last week uh, tend to indicate that as well. I don't know how I feel about the actual matchup. Chris has the Astros tonight. Um, didn't give me a ton of thoughts on that. I assume it's because of the bats. Um, I think what I'm going to take instead of taking Braves or Astros tonight, since I already went on the record and said Astros in seven last week, 
I'm going to go take the over, the over eight and a half tonight. I'm, I'm hoping there's some fireworks for my Astros pick because I think that tends to favor them. Um, but I'm going to take over eight and a half. Uh, Max Fried's coming off short rest. I think they they keep a short leash for him on the Braves. I do agree with, with Schmidow that he's probably a better starter than Luis Garcia is. Um, but the Astros like to play a bull, bullpen game and may pull people early there. So just because he's the starter doesn't mean he's going to be in for a significant amount of time. The Braves, however, their game plan is really going to be we hope Max is a stud and we keep Max in as long as we can. Um, I just don't know if, if on short rest they're going to be able to pitch him for five whole innings. I think he may get pulled before that, and if so, then you know uh, the, the bats were probably working, and uh, I think that over 8.5 is gettable. All right, that's your, your super fast MLB recap for the World Series here and picks for the remainder. Um, let's jump into college football. So the only two things we've got this week, again, super short episode. So, uh, college football, and then I'll go through the, the NFL week nine slate. Again, I've got picks from both Schmidto and Chris. If you've been following Chris's system, I will give you his picks first for college football. So again, his system, always the same. He also posts them on his Instagram, on the Dirty Water DC Instagram story. Uh, his system is the same every week, both FBS and FCS, um, he only puts FBS picks out on the podcast because the FCS lines don't come out until late in the week, but his FBS picks, uh, this week. And again, the, the philosophy is has to be less than three points underdog on the road. So an example, army money line, and he likes wake and he likes UNLV. So, uh, an example, wake forest is at UNC and they are a two-and-a-half-point underdog. So you've got to be the road team, and you've got to be less than a three-point dog. Um, and basically get you plus money. So that's, that's a pick that, that I have as well. Um, so, again, Chris's picks, Army, Wake, UNLV, um, all money line underdogs. So I'm, I'm taking, I just hinted at this, I'm taking Wake Forest at UNC as well. I, I really think that, UNC has uh, underperformed expectations pretty significantly this season. Um, I think they're overhyped. Uh, Wake Forest has significantly overperformed expectations this season. They are still undefeated. They're likely going to win the Atlantic Division of the of the ACC and end up in the ACC Championship game. Um, Sam Howell was supposed to be the quarterback of the ACC. I don't even think he's a top three quarterback in the ACC this season. I think Pickett, uh, my beloved Brennan Armstrong, and uh, Hartman at Wake Forest are all three better than Sam Howell. I think Wake Forest's offense is pretty electric. I think it's, uh, you know, discounting the Wake Forest team to, to say that they should be any kind of underdog here. I really like Wake Forest to pull it out. Neither team has much of a defense. Um, I don't know what the over-under is for you, but unless it's 70, take the over. Um, Wake Forest at UNC should be a firework display. Check that one out. Um, my next pick, I've only got two for you this week. This is the only top 20 matchup we've got going on. It's Auburn at Texas A&M. Um, Auburn is coming off a pretty big win last week versus Ole Miss, and Texas A&M um, has, I think, been undefeated since they upset Alabama three or four weeks ago. Uh, the line at uh, Texas A&M is minus four and a half for the home team, um, and I'm going to take A&M. I uh, tend to like dogs in this situation, like a like a under a touchdown dog on the road. 
Um, so Auburn kind of fits that. I just I'm not a believer in Bo Nix. I don't think that he has, you know, the the components to to continue to compete week in and week out with some pretty good SEC defenses. Um, a And M can certainly put up points. They showed that when they beat Alabama. Um, I, I like A and M in this one. I think they can win by a touchdown. All right, let me give you Matt's picks here. Schmido likes Cincy minus twenty-two and a half. Um, you know the, the hype around Cincy is is very real. They struggled a little bit and ended up winning by a significant amount. I think the last two weeks they've kind of came out a little flat at halftime and then the second half really blew the doors off the other team. But um, I think this this is also probably a dig at Chris, uh, his two-lane green wave, uh, or, or who, two lane, uh, who Cincinnati is playing. Matt likes Cincinnati at minus 22 and a half. So big line there, but, um, you know, Cincinnati is significantly better than, than two-lane. So it's not really about who's going to win this. It's about how much they're going to win by. Um, the next pick that he likes is West Virginia two and a half at Oklahoma State, uh, or I think at home versus Oklahoma State. Uh, no thoughts on this one from him personally. You know, you guys have heard me the last couple of weeks. I like Oklahoma State. I've bet on them. I I tend to like them. You know, two and a half is not a lot of points here. If if you win outright, you're probably going to win and cover two and a half. Um, so don't love this pick, but but Schmidt seems to believe in West Virginia here, two and a half point dogs. Um, and then his last pick, this is a classic Schmidt pick. He's bet on two teams more than any team this season. They're both Texas teams, and he's riding with the UT Longhorns again this week. They are six and a half point underdogs versus Iowa State. Um, you know, it should be a pretty good matchup. Texas, although not ranked in the top 25, Iowa State, I think, is a, a fringe top 25 team. Um, so two two solid top 40 teams, no doubt, going at it. So there's only one, you know, matchup this week where the teams are ranked both in the top 20. Uh, that was the Auburn-Texas A&M game. So this is going to be one of, the, one of the ones that are closer than that. And Wake-UNC could be in that category as well. Um, but yeah, Texas... And Iowa State is a great Big 12 matchup to look out for this week. And Matt's got Texas plus 6.5. Okay, that's college football. Let's see, we're 10 minutes in. We're flying. Just got a, a NFL coverage for you this week. Week 9, trade deadline uh, either just passed. I don't know if it closed at 4 or 5 p.m. or whether it closes at midnight tonight. But today is the last day of the NFL trade deadline. Um didn't see any huge moves yesterday. We had Von Miller go from the uh, Broncos to the Rams. So the Rams are jacking up on defense. We've seen Matt Stafford and their offense function pretty well. Um, so getting some defensive help is probably the right move for them. So now they've got Donald, Von Miller, and Jalen Ramsey on the defensive side of the ball. Um, there was no Deshaun Watson trade today. That was uh, something that was explored apparently pretty in-depth by the Dolphins and the Texans, but could not come to terms. Um, no OBJ trade. There was a lot of talk of that. That did not happen. Um, other interesting news from the NFL today, Henry Ruggs was arrested on DUI charges. It actually, his DUI ended up uh, being fatal to someone, so I think he will probably be out uh, of the NFL, if not literally in jail for, for quite a bit of time. Um, so that's surprising news and unfortunate news for Raiders. 
But let's get into the picks. I'll do a, well, actually, before we do the picks, I'll run through all of the games chronologically and give you just a quick thought on, on what to look out for, um, what we're thinking about. And then I've got at the end, I will give, I have four picks, Matt has five picks, and Chris has four picks as well. So the Thursday night game this week, Jets at Colts, was supposed to be a stinker, but both of these two teams looking surprisingly good after last week. The Jets with a great upset win over the Bengals and the Colts. Um, you know, didn't end up winning their game versus the Titans, but it was a close one. I think it went into overtime. Um, so good, good bounce back kind of weeks, feel good weeks for each team. Um, Colts are minus 10 and a half point favorites at home. I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's, can the Jets continue that momentum? Is Mike White really a quarterback that can put up 400 yards in a game? Or was that just a, a one week fluke? Um, 10 and a half is a lot of points. So Vegas seems to think that they are going to regress again. But if the Jets come out, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt the Bengals are a better team than the Colts. Um, so they, they beat the Bengals last week. So no reason why they couldn't beat the Colts this week. But Vegas seems to think that the Colts will uh, handle business there. Ten and a half point line for the favorites at home. All right, 1 p.m. Sunday slate. The double Bs, the Browns and the Bengals in the AFC North Division Showdown. Browns are at the Bengals, and Bengals are three-point favorites at home. Um, both teams are looking to bounce back from a, a loss, not a fun loss for either team. Uh, I told you that the Steelers were going to beat the Browns last week. They did. Um, I didn't think that the Browns were going to look that bad offensively while doing it. Um the Bengals just lost to the Jets like we talked about, though. So neither team coming off a, a performance that they're proud of. Um, both looking for a bounce back here. Personally, I like the Browns plus three. Um, that's one of my picks. We'll, we'll go through them all at the end. But I, I like the Browns plus three. Um, one of the two of the other cast members here, uh, Matt or Chris, will disagree with me. I'll tell you which one later. Um, but... Yeah, I, I like the Browns. I think they're going to establish that run game again. Um, they're, they're only getting healthier, which is not saying much because they were very, very injured for a long time. But I um, truly think the Browns will bounce back here. I'm surprised they were underdogs. I think it might just be a factor of being on the road. The Bengals just lost to the Jets. I mean, the goddamn Jets. Um, so I like the Browns here. But should be an interesting game. Very important for both teams to win this game for their playoff implications. All right, Broncos at Cowboys. Cowboys at home are 10-point favorites. Broncos coming off a 7-point win versus the football team, and the Cowboys without Dak sneaking out a win versus the Vikings on Sunday night football. Um, really, is Dak going to play? I, I would like to think that if he was a game-time decision last week, he would play this week, but um, that's something that you know you may want to monitor Shafter's Twitter, and if you get some news, grab, grab whatever you like before the line changes, whether they announce him in or out. Um, but the real story there is, is Dak Prescott going to play for the Cowboys? If not, you got to think t 10 points is too many. Um, Texans at Dolphins. Dolphins at home are a six and a half point favorite. Man, what a stinker of a game. Um, Texans don't look good at all. Put up like 11 points last week. Dolphins are talking about trading their quarterback. You know, are, are they even inspired on offense? I really just don't I, don't. I don't love this game at all. I will not be watching it. I will not be betting on it. Falcons at Saints. Saints coming off a huge win over Tom Brady and the Bucks um, on Monday. Saints are six and a half point, sorry, six point favorites at home versus the Falcons. Um, important note for this game: you're not going to get Jameis Winston. You are going to get 
their backup quarterback who came in for them. I forget what his name is, but, you know, generic NFL backup, right? I think it was maybe P.J. Walker. Um, but, yeah, the Saints Saints won that game really thanks to their defense. Um, so six-point favorites, surprising with a backup quarterback. But, you know, the defense is really what got it done before, and you're still going to have that Saints defense out in the field versus the Falcons. Um, Raiders at Giants. Giants uh, coming off last night. Um, a pretty big win, sorry, a, a good game, a close game versus the Chiefs, which they ended up losing. Um, Chiefs really struggling so far, but Giants looked pretty good in that game. Um, Raiders obviously had just had that news about the Henry Ruggs incident, so they will be without Ruggs uh, for this game. The Raiders on the road at the Giants are three-point favorites. The Giants at home are three-point dogs. Um yeah, I don't know. I think this is kind of a fair line. I think Raiders should be the favorite, but I think Giants can keep it close. We'll get you a pick in just a moment. Um, next game is Pats at Panthers. Um, this you know, should be a decent game. The Panthers have looked really good the first three games of the season but versus mediocre opponents and then have kind of lost, lost a lot of steam, and the Pats are kind of picking up steam right now. So Pats are four-point favorites on the road at the Carolina Panthers. Um yeah, this one I'm not quite sure what to think about it. It's it, you know, you can only take the Pats being a favorite so far because they have Mac Jones running the offense and they don't have many explosive plays on that offense. Um, so, so I'm not going to take them anywhere by a huge favorite, but I do think they deserve to be favorites over the Panthers here. Next game is the Bills at the Jaguars. This is a big spread this week, biggest one of the week. 14 and a half for the Bills on the road. Um, Jaguars are an absolute mess. The real question is how much of a mess are they? Um, Vikings at Ravens. Ravens are five and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I think they're coming off a bye as well. Uh, I love the Ravens here. Um, the Vikings couldn't get it done versus a backup quarterback. Why should, why would they, anyone expect them to get it done versus the Ravens who are coming off a bye, um, and are pretty good. So might have teased one of my picks there, but I love the Ravens minus five and a half. Um, Chargers at Eagles. Eagles are two and a half point favorites. Eagles coming off a huge win. I think they won by like 20 points or something significant last week. Chargers coming off a loss. Um, Eagles are two and a half point underdogs at home. Um, this one is in one of my picks. I will, uh, and actually someone else picked it as well. I will save the, the commentary for the pick there, but I think this is, uh, not going to be as good of a game as people expect. Probably the game of the day. Although, I mean, how much do you expect out of the Chiefs anymore? Who knows? Um, Packers at Chiefs minus one. It's a tight game. Both teams are supposed to be good. Although we just talked about how the Chiefs have not been that good recently. Um, this this should be a, a good one between two teams that are supposed to be potentially meeting in the Super Bowl. Um, Packers at Chiefs should be a great one. It's a one-point line. Chiefs got to figure out what they're doing on offense. Cardinals at 49ers. 49ers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home versus the Cardinals. Um, losing J.J. Watt is pretty significant for the Cardinals' defense. Are they going to be able to stop the 49ers? Um, Debo Samuel is having an electric season for the 49ers. Uh, this this should be a pretty good one in the late slate as well. Big implications for that division and for the NFC playoff picture. Uh, Cardinals at 49ers, 49ers, two and a half point underdogs. 
All right, the Sunday night game, we've only got two more for you. Sunday night is Titans at Rams. Rams are seven and a half point favorites versus the Titans. The Titans coming off a huge, uh, in my opinion, I said last week before the, the Titans-Colts game that there was, you know, whoever won that was going to win the division. So in my eyes, division clinching win for the Titans. It's, you know, obviously a lot of games left to play, but I just don't see how they could be caught by anybody there. They are seven and a half point dogs at the Rams, who again just made that huge acquisition in for uh, Von Miller just yesterday. Um, Rams should be favorite. You guys know I hate the the hook on the other side of the touchdown, the the seven and a half instead of seven or, or six and a half. So I'm staying away from this game, but I think there, there's no reason on paper why the Titans without Derrick Henry should beat the Rams. Um, I don't know if Julio Jones is going to be back or not. Um, they will have A.J. Brown, who just came off a big game, but I don't know. Just not convinced they can keep up with the Rams there. Your Monday night game is Bears at Steelers. Steelers are six and a half point favorites at home. Um, I predicted the Steelers won last week. I will transition into the picks by saying I know that the Steelers are going to win this week. The Bears are abysmal. Um, Justin Fields has moments of being competent, um, but really, this I think the Steelers' defense absolutely shuts him down. I don't think the Bears are going to score more than 13 points. Um, not that the the Steelers' offense is electric, but I think it's going to be the same situation, but even worse than it was last week for the Browns, where the Steelers won 15 to 10. I see this being 20 to 10 game for the Steelers. Um, so I'm taking Steelers six and a half. I told you one of mine earlier, Browns at Bengals. I like the Browns plus three. I think they're going to establish the run, which they couldn't do versus the Steelers. But the, the Steelers front seven, I think, is a little better than the, the Bengals front seven. They're going to get back to running the ball. Um, Bengals, I know, are looking for a bounce back game. I, I don't think they win this game. If they do, uh, I think it'll be tight enough that, that the Browns could still cover three. So I like the Browns there. Um Vikings at Ravens is my third pick. I love the Ravens five and a half here. Coming off the bye, I think is huge. Vikings defense does, did not look great per se. Backup quarterback behind Dak. Um, last week versus the Cowboys, Ravens coming off a bye. That explosive offense, getting some rest, some injury guys back. Um, five and a half is not enough. Anything inside of a touchdown, I was going to take the Ravens here. Uh, my last pick, Chargers minus two and a half. I really... I'm surprised by this line. I know the Eagles are coming off a big win, but it was versus a bad team. And frankly, I, I think the Chargers are significantly better. Uh, the Chargers have already beaten the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs manhandled the Eagles. I know you can't really do this. You know, if A beats B and B beats C, then A should beat C. But I, I just, based on who they've played and what numbers they've put up, I have no reason to think that the Eagles are going to win this game. I think they're they're getting a little, a couple points in their favor just for being at home, which I don't think means shit. I, I think the Chargers minus two and a half is, is one of my easiest bets of the week here. Um, okay, so those are my four. Browns plus three, Ravens minus five and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, and Steelers minus six and a half. Um, let me give you Schmidto and Chris's picks, and then we will sign off after a quick 25-minute episode here. Um, Matt is also with me on the Browns plus three. Um, he also has Dolphins minus six and a half in the Stinker Bowl of the one o'clock slate, uh, but he likes the Dolphins there. He's riding with me on the Chargers as well, Chargers minus two and a half at the Eagles. Um, then his fourth pick, Chiefs at home. Uh, minus one against the Packers. 
Then his last pick is 49ers plus 2.5 at home versus the Cardinals. Chris has four this week. Bengals minus 2.5, so he's going to disagree on that Browns-Bengals take. You know, I guess he, he's given himself half a point there. I, I saw three was the line he's saying 2.5, so I'll, I'll give you half a point too, Chris. That's fine. Um, Falcons plus 6.5. I guess he's given himself half a point there as well. I had six, but give yourself 6.5. Why not? Um, I don't think once in our debate over whether it was a half point or point difference that spread has ever mattered um, in the picks that we've had so far, at least this year. So Falcon six and a half versus the Saints. Um, Bills minus 14 and a half. He has shit on the Jags all year. Why would he change his mind now? Bills minus 14 and a half at the Jags. And then he likes the Packers plus one. So he's going against Schmidt there. Schmidt has got the Chiefs. Chris has the Packers. So super fast recap. Browns plus three, Ravens minus five and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, Steelers minus six and a half. That's my picks. Schmidt is Browns plus three, Dolphins minus six and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, Chiefs minus one, 49ers plus two and a half. And Chris has the Bengals minus two and a half, Falcons plus six and a half, Bills minus 14 and a half, and the Packers plus one. All right, enjoy the World Series tonight and tomorrow. I will be rooting for the Astros in seven. Um, although it pains me because fuck the Astros, but, um, got to root for the wallet sometimes. So that's what I'm rooting for. I think the Steelers are going to absolutely demolish the bears on Monday night. Looking forward to that. UVA has a bye this week. So after we got embarrassed by, I was drunk as hell on Saturday night, uh, watching the UVA BYU game, which was the most points I've ever seen put up in a half. I think it was like 45, 42 at halftime or something absurd like that. UVA got UVA defense got his doors blown off, so excited to not have them play this week. But uh, yeah, I guess what I'll leave you guys with, a little teaser, next week, Tuesday, college basketball tips off. We'll, we'll try to get you a little preview of that um, now that the baseball is going to be done. College basketball is coming back. We'll talk a little NBA, talk a little hockey, uh, get into that stuff now that baseball is fading away. So enjoy your week. Talk to you later.